Hello guys, welcome to another episode of Thriller Podcast. Today we are discussing the official Chinese position regarding Bitcoin mining, IBM and Comcast getting back on the blockchain startup fund, and in our main topic, top cryptos under 10 cents. Finally, the show you've been asking for, Thriller Podcast, starting now. Welcome to Thriller with Carl Gonzalez, broadcasting from Austin, Texas. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another exciting week of Thriller Podcast. Today, we are covering a lot of stuff. We have a lot of stuff to go over. Um, try to break it down here into the news. So let's get into the news first, then we'll jump into everything else. So right now, there is a confusion growing uh, among um, official Chinese position uh, regarding Bitcoin mining. So in recent days, a number of conflicting reports have surfaced pertaining to the stance of China's government with regards to Bitcoin mining. Um, last week, Bloomberg reported that the People's Bank of China had met to discuss curbing mining operations in China. While Chinese media reports denied such, however, it has since emerged that the local government of Xinjiang province has been mandated an orderly exit of its Bitcoin mining industry, despite widespread speculation that the long-feared Chinese crackdown on cryptocurrency mining may have begun. Um, so if you guys know that most, mostly all Bitcoin mining is done in China, they're, they're, it's pretty much everywhere as uh, everywhere else as well. There's some North America, Iceland is a big one. Uh, we got some South America, Canada, across Europe, um, in, in Africa, in Australia. It's pretty much everywhere, but the bulk of it is done in China. Um, so what's going on right now is um, in last year in, in October, um, Bitmin um, would be opening a regional headquarters in Singapore following its establishment of operations in the United States and Canada. Other leading mining companies reported to have set up operations abroad, including the third largest mining pool, btc.top, expect to establish operations in Canada. Uh, and then, of course, the fourth largest mining pool via, via BTC, which now operates facilities in Iceland and the United States. So this has been going around for a while. I think everybody saw this coming. Um, it's one of those things where I wouldn't worry too much about it. Um, big companies like Bitmin and other companies that are, are trying to get involved with uh, with mining in general, they're going to continue to do their 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 headquarters anywhere else. It looks like Singapore seems to be the place. That's where BitConnect is as well, which we're going to get into later on in this episode. Um so I wouldn't worry too much about it. I just want to bring it to your attention. Uh, we also have IBM, and IBM and Comcast have have uh, created a new blockchain startup fund. So as you know, IBM is currently uh, investing in Stellar XLM. They have a partnership, and uh, the tech giant um, and and Comcast, the telecom con- conglomerate, are backing an investment fund focused on scaling early stage startups that help enterprise use blockchain technology. So um, there's a massive opportunity in Fortune 500 companies. They don't know which which companies to work with. So they're creating this fund to kind of give to five or six companies in the next six months, twenty-five dollars to $50,000. So pretty cool. Uh, they, and then they said, in 2018, we will see a growing number of enterprise blockchain use cases go mainstream from healthcare applications to government supply chain and retail to the real estate and transportation industries. And it looks like everybody is getting behind the blockchain. People are investing in the technology. There's probably going to be tons of jobs opening up for the block, for developers creating um, blockchain, blockchain technologies. So look out for that if you're interested in getting into that kind of stuff. 
Um, let's get into our last piece of news. And then finally, in lighter news, uh, Dogecoin, uh, the market cap hits $1 billion, um, to its creator's dismay. So everybody knows Dogecoin has been on an upward trend lately. Uh, when I bought it, it was like at two-tenths of a cent. Um, now it's close to two cents, or I think it peaked at two cents over the weekend. Pretty crazy if you ask me. I never saw that coming. Um, uh, in 2014, um, you know, uh, it, it was kind of forgotten. Like no one, no one was using it. You know, that was the last time people actually used it was in 2014. So this price surge, um, you know, it pushed it, it pushed Dogecoin's market capitalization over one billion. Um, so the fact that most conversions happening in the media and between peers focus on the investment potential is worrying. As it draws attention away from underlying technology and goals, this movement was based on, uh, said J- Jackson Palmer, the founder of cryptocurrency, who left the team in 2015. So he also said, to me, this proves that we do, don't do don't need shiny features or a ton of innovation. And even with a conservative and, in my own case, completely distracted development team for a boom. Um, so I think this has to do with a lot of new people getting involved in cryptocurrency. Uh, there's a lot of new people getting involved with investment, with investing, with investing in cryptocurrency and coins, and they're going for the very, very low coins. And in this episode, we're actually going to cover those coins that are under ten cents. But I think that's what you're seeing. You're seeing a lot of people with very little money that want to buy a crap ton of coin, and in hopes that in five years it'll be the next Bitcoin. Um, so to me, that sounds like a smart strategy, but to others who don't do their research or who don't know what type of coins to choose, um, Dogecoin, it, unless it gets the, the the core development team behind them again, it's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> I mean, it's not to say that it doesn't have a purpose because I think it does. I think Doge is a great coin, to, especially to learn how Bitcoin works and how transactions work. You know, if if, you, if I could give everybody 5,000 Dogecoin and then teach them how to transact on the blockchain, that would be cool. But I can't do that because I don't have that kind of Dogecoin money. But uh, what's pretty funny is that it's crazy because this is just a joke coin and it's kind of going through the roof right now. I think my, I think the, my stake, I have like $100 worth of Dogecoin. And like a year ago, I bought it for like five bucks, which is crazy because it's like, you know, I just bought it just for jokes. Um but yeah, so it, I think that's what we're seeing. We're just seeing a, a you know upward trend of new users coming on for the first time. And Dogecoin is actually on a lot of these hardware wallets as well. So you know it kind of makes sense. People want to fill up those wallets too. Um, but to say that Dogecoin can get to a dollar or anything, I just don't see that happening. The only way I could see that even possibly happening is if uh, the development team came back, but they're not coming back. Um, they're on to bigger and better projects so um yeah i think if you don't plan on holding dogecoin long term i plan on holding mine long term i don't plan on selling any of it um i I like having dogecoin but i don't i don't i don't want to sell it for 100 bucks because i I just like having that much coin i think it's funny but uh anyway so that is pretty much all the news um let me see here yeah that's all the news so let's go ahead and get into our Interesting video of the day. Cars. Interesting video of the day. So today's interesting video of the day is actually brought to you from Crypto Tips. So if you guys don't know Crypto Tips, uh, she is. Her name is. Um, gosh, what's her name? 
Heidi, I'm sorry. Her name's Heidi, and she runs a whole YouTube channel, a very popular YouTube channel, uh, just on cryptocurrency tips. And uh, I know a lot of you have been asking for hardware wallet advice or software wallet advice. She actually has a whole video series dedicated to this stuff. And um, that's why I feel like I, I'm good at what I do when it comes to like reporting the news and giving you my insight tips on coins that I invest in and stuff like that, you know, and teaching you about cryptocurrency and the blockchain and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but when it comes to like tutorials and stuff like that, I'm probably not the best person for that. I'm going to stick in my lane to when I know what I'm good at. So I highly suggest you guys check out her. I think she probably is the best when it comes to giving any kind of cryptocurrency tips, especially tutorials on how to use this technology. So go ahead and check out the video. Let me know what you guys think about it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Crypto Tips. So the more people that come into cryptocurrency, the more people who need to securely store their cryptocurrency. And an easy way to do this is with one of these bad boys. It's called a Ledger Nano S. It is a hardware wallet. So today I'm gonna to show you how to set up a Ledger Nano S in a way that you can safely and securely store your cryptocurrencies. And go ahead and share this video with anyone who you know is concerned about this and is looking for a better way to store their cryptos. Yeah, so check out her video. I'll put it in the, in the show notes. Um, yeah, and check out her whole channel. I think she does a great job. I posted this on the Patreon on Friday, um, but the more I thought about it, the more I realized, you know, everybody should should know how to do this, especially if there's a, a lot of new um, listeners out there. So um, let's go ahead and get into our coin talk segment. It is time for coin talk. So it is time for coin talk, baby. My favorite part of the day. I love talking about coin. That's what I'm talking about. Anyways, just kidding. The market cat. The market was low today. Everybody, everybody saw that, right? I'm gonna explain what was going on. I'm gonna tell you guys to remain calm. Everything will be fine. Um, I do want to thank. We have a new Patreon aboard, and like I said, whoever becomes a patron gets a shout out on the show live every single time. <laughs> So as we get more popular, this is going to become really old, but I don't care. I got to I got to say thank you to them. So I want to thank Division One. Thank you so much for supporting the show at a dollar a month. You're awesome. I really appreciate you. And I appreciate my other patrons as well who have donated. Um, I do want to say we did a live a live stream cast or a live video cast on Saturday. Um, so if you guys are looking forward to the next streamcast, I would definitely sign up, sign up to patreon.com slash thriller podcast and join up there. And then that way, when we have our next live stream, you'll be able to, um, ask me many questions, as many questions as you want. Um, also wanted to, uh, thank everybody on Twitter, everybody on Snapchat who have been following the podcast. We have actually grown really fast. Um, we're currently at 1.5 thousand listeners per week. Um, that's a total of like what six thousand listeners a month. We're averaging about 200 listeners per episode at this point in in the 24 hour span. It's just nuts, guys. We're growing fast, and I just want to thank you guys, whoever's new, whoever's been listening for a long time. Thank you so much for you know sharing this podcast to other people. I can tell that's going on because I'm seeing like links generate and stuff like through my statistics, whatever. But uh, thank you guys for sharing the podcast to other people. I really appreciate it. Thorough Podcast is entirely ran just on y'all's funds. Um, right now, we have a total of eight patrons. Um, so. You know, we're slowly reaching to that mark to where we're paying off the monthly bandwidth for the show. Um, hopefully, as time goes on, we can start making improvements to the show. 
and then we can start having on guests and stuff like that. But it all comes from y'all's from y'all's money. So thank you so much for donating. Thank you so much for being a Patreon. If you guys want to help out, um, check the show notes. There's links there, but there's also uh, patreon.com slash the podcast at a dollar a month. You can donate to the show. And with that, let's get into our disclaimer. Remember, Thriller Podcast does not give financial advice. He cannot tell the future, even if he thinks he can. He is just some dude trying to save the world one Satoshi at a time. So uh, the reason, the main reason the market's down today, and I, and I will tell you right off the bat, um, they, I don't know if you guys have noticed, I don't know if you guys go to coin market, coinmarketcap.com. This is the one that everybody uses. I also look at uh, livecoinwatch.com. This is another really neat site. It updates uh, on the fly. So there's two different places you can go, coinmarketcap.com or livecoinwatch.com. I usually use both and then plus my Blockfolio app as well. But uh, what's going on right now, the reason the market's down is because they have, CoinMarketCap has removed the Korean exchanges. Um, there's a lot of drama going on with the Korean exchanges, and I, I don't want to go into that, but I do want to tell you basically what happened is some of these Korean exchanges were pricing the, the price of Bitcoin, Ethereum, Ripple, all of these coins, Cardona, NEM, a lot higher, like sometimes 50%, hot, 50, 50 cents uh higher than the normal cost of it so like right now ripples at 242 it would bump it to like 302 sometimes 315 whatever um so what coinmarketcap.com did they removed those korean exchanges and so the average of everything has dropped down so that's why there were some times where you would go like um to your exchange or something and you would see this happened to me all the time where i would see like an average of i would go to coin market cap and i would see like 17 cents for verge and then I would go to, uh, you know, Binance or Bitrix and I would see it for, you know, 13 cents. And I'm like, wait, what? I thought it was 17 cents. So they got rid of those current exchanges because they were bumping up the price on a lot of the Bitcoins. And it has to do with exchange rates and all that kind of stuff. So don't want to get into that. But that's why the market's down. That's why we're seeing these kind of um, these drops. But it's nothing from what no one's dumping coin. I'm sure there's that going on because they got scared because they saw the market going down. But it's not from... It didn't start because of the dumping. Um, so if anything, it should level off here by midweek. I'm not too worried about it. If you want to see a real time average of it, go to livecoinwatch.com. So wanted to discuss that. Also wanted to discuss um, a scam going around. So a scam going around involving the Ledger Nano. Um, if you guys know, this is one wallet that's really popular. The Ledger Nano S, it's everywhere. You can go to amazon.com and buy it. You can you can go to Ledger and buy it from them. Um, there's also the Keep Key. What people are doing is they're going to eBay and they're selling these Ledger Nano S's, and people are buying them. But what they're what they're doing actually is whenever you create, whenever you have a hardware wallet, they give you a 24 pass, a 24 word um, uh, encryption key. So what they're what they're telling, what people are doing is they're selling a used Ledger Nano S on there on ebay and they're giving them the 24 24 word passcode encryption key and they're saying that you know it's already set up all you have to do is just transfer coins and then once they sell it to them they wait like a week and then what they do is they have their other ledger nano s and then they pull all of their their coins from the ledger nano s the original one and pull it onto theirs and you can do that if you have the private keys um but they actually ship a piece of paper 
with the Ledger Nano S telling the person that's buying it, use this. These are your encryption keys. Like basically saying, if you don't know, it's like it's like me creating a hardware wallet for you guys and then giving you 24 password encryption key, 24 word password encryption key, and then saying, okay, it's already set up for you. All you have to do is transfer coins. But me taking that 24 encryption key because I have a copy of it because I sold it to you and then waiting a week for you to transfer all your coins on there and then rip, basically ripping you off and stealing all your coins. So that's going on right now on eBay. So I highly recommend to you guys, do not buy a Ledger Nano S from eBay or from anywhere that isn't from Ledger itself. I would get it from the website. That's where I bought mine. Or I would get it through Amazon. But verify, verify, verify it is from Ledger itself, not from a third-party reseller. And if you do happen to buy one and it is from a third-party reseller, make sure to reset the, the Nano device and use an entirely new key once you open the box. Because sometimes, you know, they'll they'll re-shrink these, these, these boxes. Uh, and I'm not trying to scare you guys. They'll re-shrink these boxes. And uh, they'll already have a 24-word key encryption process set up already on there. And then when you open it up, you're like, oh, okay, cool. I'm starting it. And it tells you your key. And then sure enough, you end up getting ripped off. So just make sure that you're wiping your device before actually setting it up. That's just probably the safest thing to do if you do decide to go through eBay or some of these third-party resellers. But I would highly not recommend it because there's other ways it could steal that as well too. And then the last piece of news that I wanted to give you, because this is all related to CoinTalk, um, is BitConnect. So BitConnect got banned from Texas, but it got banned from investing in. So I'm from Texas. I'm actually in Austin, Texas. So they actually asked, they actually sent BitConnect a, a, a cease and desist letter Um for them not for them to actually disclose where their actual place of business is at, um, to actually disclose their their um, their their bot that they have, and so several other demands. And if they didn't do this, they they were going to um, they they asked them to please cease and desist any any uh, anything from from reinvesting inside the state of Texas. So basically, what BitConnect did is just said, okay, we fold. We're not going to share any of that information. They just close. They just said, okay, we're ban- We're stopping any kind of reinvesting from Texas. So if you live in Texas like me and you have money in BitConnect, you're not screwed out of your money. You're still able to get those withdrawals every day. But if you were planning on reinvesting like after a year or two years, you know, just keep reinvesting at, t- at whatever, you know, every $10 or whatever, you're screwed. So like I have a coworker at work. He, he, he I think, invested like $2,500 or something like that into BitConnect. And he was planning on reinvesting Every, all his all his earnings on there but now that they shut this down he can't do that in texas without you know possibly facing some kind of prosecution with you know you know attorneys or whatever so yeah dude like you can i literally logged into bitconnect when i found out that happened and then i got this prompt on bitconnect saying like are you from texas and then i said yes and then they said you've been you've been you are not allowed to reinvest anymore with BitConnect. I was like, what the fuck? I didn't care because I wasn't reinvesting anyway, but it was just kind of like, damn, if they, if other states catch on to this, I mean, fuck, America is a big part of, you know, you see so many YouTube videos of people like, you know, doing these BitConnect, BitConnect videos. And it's like, damn, if every, everybody, every other state catches on to this, you know, BitConnect, BitConnect could shut down the United States. I'm just saying, this is why I, you know, this is why when I took my stance on BitConnect, you know, last late last year after I've been in the platform for a while, I started realizing like this place is 
is possibly going to shut down here in June, July. I don't know why I thought June, July it just made sense to me. But um, yeah, guys, just I'm saying with all these lending platforms, if you get in early, there's a good chance of that. You know that it could go somewhere. And then in other news, Western Coin, they're supposed to be on an exchange here in January, but they haven't even done that. And so everybody is everybody's saying that Western Coin was a scam. And I'm starting to think Western Coin is a scam. And it kind of sucks because we did a show on Western Coin and I was saying that, you know, if you get in early, there's a chance that, it, you know, this could pan out and you could make money. But uh, what happened is... They basically took the money and ran. The website's still functional. I'm still getting my daily my daily money. I think it's like $20 a day that I'm getting. And I have like $700 invested. But I really only have like $60 in there initially. Um, and you can't, really, you can't really pull any coin out from Western Coin. So it's kind of like, man, all these lending platforms that are going on right now. I, you know, I would not invest in Daver Coin's another one that I invested in. But I haven't even looked at it. Just because I'm just detested with all these other exchanges going on right now. So... If you're throwing your money into a, a lending platform like a Daver Coin or a Western Coin or BitConnect or anything like that, because I, I even think BitConnect is releasing another lending platform. They're releasing an ICO, a BitConnect X ICO that they're coming out with. And it's just ridiculous to me because they're trying to do this ICO, but they don't want to share any information on what this ICO is. But they're expecting everybody to use their BitConnect coin to purchase the said ICO coin. Makes no fucking sense. To me, it sounds like an exit strategy. I know a lot of other people have been saying that as well. I just don't trust a company that doesn't want to put any information. All they had to do to stay to stay in Texas and to get Texas people involved with their lending platform, all they had to do was just disclose like 10 pieces of information. That's all they that's all Texas wanted, but they refused to do it. And so they had to shut down their lending platform inside of Texas, which is kind of stupid. Why wouldn't you, if you had nothing to hide, why wouldn't you just share that? Even if you're a foreign country, doesn't make any sense. So if it smells like shit and it looks like shit, it's probably shit. At least that's what I think. Um, yeah. So that's all going on right now. It's craziness. So I would definitely say stay away from lending platforms. Uh, I hate to say it because it seems so like fanciful and it seems like so like oh but you don't have to work and it you know you can make 150 dollars a day if you keep reinvesting but guys honestly you're better off using that 150 150 or five thousand dollars on coins investing in coins and then making you know becoming a day a crypto day trader or something honestly um i'm not a crypto day trader by any means i don't consider myself one i kind of play the long game on these but you know there are people able to do this on a daily basis, but honestly, you're better off just using that $5,000 on coins because lending platforms aren't, it's looking like, since I've been in the crypto game, it's looking like lending platforms were were nice to get in in 2016, 2015, but uh, people are starting to find out that they just don't scale and they just don't pan out. So yeah, just saying, don't use your money on that. So with that, with all that bad news, because <laughs> there's a lot, and I'm sorry, but I, I want to make sure you guys are aware of what's going on. Um, let's get into the coin market cap. So everything's everything's down today. Um, I'm looking here through coin market cap. Uh, Bitcoin is at fifteen thousand. We got Ethereum at eleven hundred. We got Ripple at two dollars and forty two cents. I'm not too concerned with Ripple. Um, there were some tweets happening over the weekend saying that Ripple lied with their with them. Um, 
actually saying that they're partnering with 100 banks. Apparently, they're only partnering with their messaging platform that Ripple, the company, has that they're letting these banks use. So whenever they come out and say, oh, we got another bank that they're partnering with, it's not actually partnering with XRP. So it's kind of like, eh, you guys kind of didn't tell the whole truth because you still are partnering with them, but you're partnering with them through a messaging platform. So I think that's what's causing the drop in Ripple too as well. That news came out, so that was kind of not good. But honestly, I'm still holding Ripple. I, I plan on selling as soon as I can get a, a nice little size profit from it. Not right now, though. I mean, I have a profit already, but it's just not enough for me yet. Uh, Bitcoin Cash is at $2,400. We got Cardano at $0.89. Cents. Cardano actually dropped um, after it's... Because they have monthly updates. So it dropped. Um, it went from $1.07 to $0.89. Cents. Right now is a perfect time to buy Cardano ADA coin. Fuck, $0.89. Cents. I might buy some more here pretty soon. NEM just keeps trucking at $1.64. We got Litecoin at $2.52. We got Stellar at $0.62. Cents. I'm bullish on Stellar. I think this is going to be a big coin here pretty soon. Uh, we got IOTA at $3.82. It always just can't get past $4 for whatever reason. We got Tron dropping down at $0.15. Cents. So Tron was on its way up. It was at $0.25, cents, $0.24 cents here recently. Um, it got back down to $0.15. Cents. Apparently, there's some fighting going on between the uh, the main CEO of Tron and Charlie Lee of Litecoin. They're going back and forth. Um, whole Twitter drama unfolding. Uh, check Reddit for that. It's pretty hilarious that the Litecoin Charlie Lee is fighting with the guy from Tron. It's it's pretty nuts. Um, maybe one day we'll turn it into a podcast, but <laughs> for right now it's just fun to watch. It's good banter. Uh, we got Dash at a thousand dollars. We got Neo at nine dollars seventy one cents. Monero at four hundred one. Dude, Monero is just killing it, man. God damn, Monero. Jesus, Monero's just killing it. 400 bucks. Gosh. We got EOS at 971. We got Bitcoin Vote at 237. We got Lisk at 30 bucks. Lisk is another one. I, I bought it when it was like at 8 bucks and I sold at $22 and now it's at 30 bucks. <laughs> I could have waited a little longer, but honestly, it was just a short term play. Honestly, Lisk could get to 100 bucks here pretty soon. Um, if it's making that kind of strides in that, in that amount of time, Gosh, yeah, you could you could turn a nice size profit with Lisk. Yeah, I could get to hundred bucks here fairly soon. Uh, we got Ray Blocks at twenty five bucks, Ethereum Classic at thirty four bucks. We got Verge at seventeen cents. So Verge is just stuck at seventeen cents. It's gonna take some time for Verge to get anywhere. It seems. Um, yeah, and we got uh, let's see, OMGO at $24. We got BitConnect at 363 bucks. No one cares. We got Stratus at 21 bucks. Zcash, oh my god, at 688. Gosh, Zcash is just it's just making making moves, man. Uh, we got Steam. So Steam is at $6 now. It's unbelievable to see Steam um just growing. Uh, when we so we first started this podcast, um uh, Steam for whatever reason could never get to three dollars. Um, it would always be it was it was kind of like IOTA. It was always just stuck at one one uh, at one phase and it just never climbed up. But Steam here in the past month or so has just climbed immensely. It's it's awesome to see it grow. That's why I love watching. You know that's why I love doing this segment um, just to see these coins grow and see where they came from and to see them grow into the platforms that they can become. It's just awesome to watch. Steam is one that we've been watching for a while. 
it's good to see that it's finally at six bucks. Uh, we got Waves at thirteen dollars. We got uh, Golem at a dollar eight. Wow, that's interesting. I need a. I think I've looked into Golem, but wow, we probably need to look into this one again, guys. Golem, it's a dollar eight. Because yeah, yeah, it was at nineteen cents. Yeah, it was at nineteen cents in November. Okay, I'm not imagining that. Okay, cool. Yeah, there's only eight hundred and thirty-four thousand of these coins in circulation. Huh. We need to look into Golem. Golem is one that we're gonna have to do some homework on. Uh, let's see here. We got Bat at eighty-seven cents. Um, Electronium at sixteen cents, and Salt at fourteen cents. $14, I'm sorry. And Funfair at 18, do 18 cents. Yeah, so interesting. We need to look into Golem. Um, and I think that's going to be it. I, I did skip over a couple currencies. Um, I'm going to get into that here in our main topic. Today we are discussing, this is one topic that you guys have been asking for. Um, and I'm sorry I haven't put it together. It's just that I've been waiting for the right time. Um, I've been I don't I don't like to give you guys tips or any any coins that I can't really stand behind. I feel generally feel bad about Verge, how it panned out, how everything worked out the way it did. Cause when I mentioned it to you guys, it was at like a nine tenths of a cent and then it was climbing, climbing up to twenty-five cents. Um and their whole just like development team just like came to a crashing halt and all this FUD came and it crashed the coin back down at thirteen cents. And I felt generally bad during the Christmas holidays because I was like by verge, by verge, it's it's climbing, and to be at seventeen cents now, I just generally feel bad about that. So, I just really like to be sure on some of these coins that I tell you guys about because I know that a lot of you go out there and buy them, um, and I'm not trying to pump anything or anything like that because um, I just wouldn't do that. Um, but uh, these coins that I'm look that I'm going to give you today here in our main topic, they're all under ten cents. I think. There's like two of them, uh, maybe three, three of them that I think actually have potential to become something. The other few of them, I don't know. I don't think so. But the three, the three, the, there's one for sure that I know will become something. The other two, the other the other three or the two of them, not too sure. Or the other three of them, not too sure. And then the other two in the top three, you know, could potentially become something. But there's one for sure I know that will become something. So I want to give you guys these tips because I think, you know, a lot of you listen to this podcast for my investment advice, even though I strictly say <laughs> this is not investment advice. I just want to make sure that's clear. But I know a lot of you guys take what I say as investment advice, and I really wish you wouldn't. I really wish you guys would go out and do your own research. Don't just listen to me. Go to YouTube, type in the coin that you want to know about. Do it that way as well. Um, I'm just giving you my perspective because I think I have a different perspective than most people out there. So let's go ahead and get into our main topic. These are the top cryptos under 10 cents. Time for today's main topic on Thriller with Car Gonzalez, only on Anchor.fm. So I'm going to start off with the coins that I don't think will go anywhere and i'm i'm not i'm not then i'm gonna just throw it in here because i don't think they'll go anywhere i just i'm throwing them in here because i think that it'll it'll take so much longer than some of these other ones that i'm putting here in the top three so the very first one 
Um, and these are all coins that I think are the best of the best when it comes to under 10 cents. Because there's more. There's more. There's a lot more, actually. And all of these are ones that you can purchase on Bittrex or Binance or any of those other places. Um, I left out the ones that are like really low, low, low. The ones that you can't find, you can only find on like one exchange uh, for a reason. Um, those... Those are highly speculative, you know, and uh, you guys always tweet me all the time, like, what about this coin? Or you guys leave comments on YouTube or Snapchat and say, hey, what about this coin? What about this coin? And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, when we're talking about tenth of a cent, especially if it's not on some of these bigger exchanges, I'm very wary to invest in them just because, you know, you don't know. There's just not enough info out there, you know. So this is, that's all I want to throw out there for sure. Um, so the very first one that I'm going to talk about is Digital Note. So Digital Note XDN coin um, is currently at seven cents. Um, if we look here at its chart, we can see that it actually was sitting at, gosh, at six tenths of a cent here back in June. Um, it then it crashed back down to two, to two tenths of a cent, and it got down to one tenth of a cent, and it kind of stayed that way up until November. And if you guys remember the whole McAfee thing where he was pumping all these coins all the time, well, he this is one that he pumped. He pumped digital digital uh, digital note XDN coin, and it went from two tenths of a cent to one cent in like a matter of days. Um, it really did. Um, and now it's currently sitting at seven cents. This one is an interesting coin, just because uh, this cryptocurrency is a kind of decentralized digital money like Bitcoin. Uh, it's based off a crypto note, anonymous technology, and updated using encrypted messaging system and blockchain-based deposits. Um, nobody owns or controls digital note, uh, and it used peer-to-peer technology and ASIC-resistant. So what I'm saying with this one, it's at $0.07. Cents. Um, this is a long-term play. I don't see this as being something that... I mean, unless it becomes... Unless this catches on here quickly... I don't see it happening unless McAfee like you know pumps this again. And there's probably you know pumping pump pump and dump groups built around Digital Note. Honestly, just by looking at Reddit, you can kind of see that. But what I will say though, if you're looking long term, if you want to throw like a hundred bucks on Digital Note long term, I think that could pay out. Uh, I just don't. I just don't think quick turnaround kind of thing. Digital Note. I don't see that happening. I could be wrong, but um, it's definitely one that I would hold some eggs. On that one, and this is one of my least ones. This is this is not a top one. Okay, so there's that one. The uh, second one that I want to talk about is Bitcoin. So Bitcoin, I put this on the list just because I actually mine Bitcoin using Minergate. Uh, you guys can do that too on any type of laptop or any type of computer. It's fun. Um, I've earned like 500 Bitcoins just by pretty much just running it all the time, or whenever I have time. It's currently at a penny right now. It actually, when I first got, when we first got into it here on the podcast, I think it was like at three tenths of a cent. Um, it's slowly growing, and it's um, it's kind of growing even more too. And there's a lot of other people, you know, um, in in kind of building the infrastructure around Bitcoin. Um, they're starting to accept it at some places now, and it's becoming a not a not a super popular coin, but it is becoming. Uh, it's growing a community, which is kind of cool. And that's where all these coins come from. If they grow a community really fast and uh, you can kind of see it grow, kind of like Dogecoin, you will you will see the, su- the supply 
um, the circulating supply and the volume increase. And then um, you will also see the price go up as well, especially if it gets moved around a lot. So Bitcoin, I think this is one that I would put on the lower stack of things. But I would say at one penny, if you guys purchase some Bitcoin, it wouldn't be a mad, bad move long term. Now, it does it does have a lot. It has $183 billion in circulating supply. Um, that's a lot. <laughs> I mean, that's quite a lot, in my opinion. Um, it's, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think Bitcoin could ever get to $10 or a dollar or anything like that. I mean, who knows, <laughs> but I'm never going to say never, but I just don't, I think long-term, I think as cryptocurrency grows and as this community grows with Bitcoin and it becomes, you know, more gets mined, I think you could see, you could probably see anywhere between maybe five cents, 10 cents here. I don't know. Just saying, keep an eye on this one. This is a very low on the bottom end spectrum of things, but I do want to bring this one up because it is growing and it's becoming kind of used around everywhere. So keep an eye out for that. The third one on the bottom list of everything is Dogecoin. So as you know, Dogecoin is a joke coin. It's one of the funniest coins that I've ever invested in. Um, when I bought it, it was at like it was like a two tenths of a cent or like one tenth of a cent, something like that. And I bought like five dollars worth of it um, at the time when, when I had Bitcoin, and I just bought like five dollars of, of of it, and I got a shit ton of it. And um, now, lo and behold, it's at one cent. It climbed up to two cents this past weekend, and all these all these tweets are coming in here about <laughs> Dogecoin mooning and. Uh, if you go on their Reddit, their Reddit's just funny as hell. Like they don't take themselves too seriously, um, and it, it's it's built around this meme, uh, you know, about the shibe. Uh, so it's it's a fun coin. Like honestly, I would I would just buy I would just buy the coin just to have and feel part of the Dogecoin community here on Reddit. It's one of the best. You know Reddit sub pages, in my opinion, um, I love going there just to like become happy. Like if I'm ever down, if I'm having a bad day, I go to reddit.com/r/dogecoin, and I immediately see a post that makes me smile and makes me feel a part of the community. And then everybody have they have like a lot of different memes, and it's just fun. Um, again, you know, there's some people that do own a shit ton of Dogecoin, and it becomes you know they became like I guess thousandaires or whatever. But uh, it's not really built for that. It's it's more, I don't know. You got to have to check it out for yourself. It's on the lower tier of these coins that I'm talking about here under 10 cents. But I do want to mention it because it has actually gone up. And who knows? Maybe by the end of the year, it could be at 5 cents. I'm just saying, like, especially if it just keeps growing. I don't think it will. But, I mean, who knows? I mean, especially with, with cryptocurrency, it, it's very possible. That would be crazy, in my opinion. But... Dogecoin. It's everywhere. You can purchase it everywhere. It it has a big community. It's been around almost just as long as some of these other older coins like Litecoin and Bitcoin. So um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I would definitely, if you guys want to feel a part of a community, I would definitely check those, check those out. Now I'm going to get into the ones that if you were going to invest seriously in, these are the ones that I would invest in. Um, and some of these I do own, but I do think that... Um, that they're worth looking at, at the very least. Um, the very first one is Dentcoin. Uh, Dentcoin is an interesting coin. 
because it's trying to be the first uh, tokenize first the first coin to tokenize the mobile data industry and creating a worldwide marketplace on the Ethereum blockchain to sell and buy mobile data. It's very ambitious. Um, I don't. I wouldn't say this is going to be a home run hit, or this is going to be something that you know that will definitely make you some money here fairly soon. But they they do have a roadmap. They do look like they're hitting all their target dates. Um, they have they're very ambitious. Um, so they've already released their iOS app. Um, they're starting to get in contact with some of these like AT&T and Verizon and, and these other like cell phone companies so they can use you can purchase dent with PayPal and then start you know buying some of this mobile data um, yeah if they if they can become more popular here with it, if they if they hit everything that they're supposed to hit because if you look here at the roadmap they're trying to release these dent android apps the iOS app here in Q1 and Q2 they're trying to become prepaid top ups with dent and they're adding more data operators in other countries like india brazil korea stuff like that and then and q3 they're going to release the dent exchange web app um, which will basically enable trading of dent against data packages um, and then here in q4 they're launching the dent mobile apps 2.0 so they're going to work on those if this if they keep hitting all of these roadmaps if they hit all of them it's currently priced at seven cents right now there's no reason to me why it couldn't be a dollar by the end of the year. And that's a safe assumption. Um, there's 10 billion of these coins out there in circulation. So keep that in mind. Um, but I will say, though, I will say that if this is why it's on the top three, the top three of these under 10 cent cryptos um, that I'm betting on, um, if they hit every roadmap, and that's totally feasible for them to do. It, it could be a dollar. It could be a dollar. And if you bought in right now at seven cents, you could see some really high returns here fairly soon. I'm just telling you, this is just from what I'm looking at at the data. I'm looking at everything. This is what I'm distinguishing as a reasonable coin to, to invest in. But again, don't take my word for it. Go listen to other people that talk about Dent. The only thing I see bad about this, this, this thing is it's going to be hard as fuck. Like, there's no way these cell phone companies are going to want to give up um, their position to a ICO or not an ICO to a, a blockchain technology like Dent. That's the only thing. But you know, a lot of these a lot of these coins that are coming out right now are disruptive technologies. So it's not going to say that they can't. It's just going to be really fucking hard. But I think if you invest in short term, I think you could see a return on it. So that's why I want to bring that one up. Uh, the next one, the next one is. The one that I've been looking at here recently, and I've actually been following here on Coin on, on Coin Talk, and I think I've mentioned it a couple times, but this is one that I'm really starting to seriously look at. It's called Sia Coin, SC. So this one is interesting to say the least. Um, what they're trying to do is, <laughs> it's not funny, but it's funny for the reason because if you guys watch Silicon Valley. Um, you know how they have Pied Piper and that guy Richard, he wants to create this decentralized internet. Um, I don't know how much they grab from the blockchain. Um, but anyway, so what, what Pied Piper did on the show is they want to, they get these people to download this app and in turn, they sell their extra hard drive space on their phones 
so that they can um, use it kind of like AWS, uh, which is Amazon's web services, which uh, allows you to store, you know, files or servers on somebody else's uh, hard drives. C is trying to do that, but they're trying to do it in a collaborative way with cloud storage. So that way they can have multiple, multiple thousands of users out there, um, you know, create this enterprise grade collaborative cloud storage environment using people that have extra hard drive space on their computers by downloading a program. This is highly ambitious. I'm talking about like highly ambitious. If they even get close to what they're promising, um, I could see somebody like like AWS or like Google just buying them out outright or just stealing from them or doing something. This potentially, this is why it's in my number two. This potentially has, this has serious use cases. And the, it's just crazy to think that you know, what they're trying to do is create this decentralized storage marketplace um, to compete with other other businesses, like to compete with AWS and compete with Google. Um, it's just crazy. And to compete with Microsoft um, and just by using SeaCoin, everybody's going to have SeaCoin. You have to pay that. You have to use SeaCoin to, to pay for this storage. Um, it can also be mined and traded. Um, it's just nuts. Um, but to think that they could do it is... It's just crazy. It's really crazy, guys. Um, I hope they do do it. Like, I really do. I, th- I think this is a genius idea. Um, it looks legit as fuck. Um, but it's just a matter if they could hit their marks and get there. I think um, I think this has potential to be really big. Um, it's currently at $0.07 cents right now. This is why it's my number two right now on under $0.10. Cents. Why I'm telling you... I would, I would put this above Dent for sure, but it very much could have been my number one top under ten cent crypto coins. But I'll tell you reasons why in a second. But the seven cents, if you get it right now, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know on this one. I think, gosh, I hate to even say it, but fuck, you could get as high as five dollars here by the end of the year. Just like looking at everything. And the amount of good publicity they have, um, the updates that they're doing with the community, yeah, it could it could easily get to five dollars. Make no mistake, seven cents right now. See a coin, yeah, it, I'm, I'm bullish on this one. I, I do own some of this coin too, but yeah, we'll see where it can get to. But honestly, if you're looking for Sure, bet as you can get under ten cent cryptos. This is one of them, honestly. Um, so let's get into our final one. So my final one, and a lot of you guys are going to see this coming, is Redcoin. So RDD. Um, it's currently at two cents. The reason I have this one above Sia Coin is simply because of the price. It's two cents. Um, Sia Coin is at seven cents. Redcoin is at two cents. It makes sense to get it even cheaper with a with a higher you know, with a higher, um, it, it, it has, has more potential to be, to make more money is basically what I'm saying. Um, because you're getting it at two cents. That's the only reason it's above CEO coin, but honestly, red coin, you know, when I first heard about red coin, I thought it was stupid. Like I really did. I was like, no, this is not going anywhere, especially it being like when it just came out. Um, but these guys actually like hit the fucking ground running. Like they've literally hit the ground running. Um, they just started up here. It wasn't even too long ago. Let me look here. Uh, I want to say it was like 
yeah, it was like in July, but they didn't really get serious until like around, at least until I heard about it, it was like October. And then my brother has been talking about it a lot. Um, but honestly, Redcoin being two cents for what it's trying to do, it's trying to be the social currency that enriches people's social lives and makes digital currency easy for the general public. Redcoin plans to achieve this by integrating digital currency platforms seamless with all major social networks to make the process of sending and receiving money fun and rewarding for everyone. So basically, what they're trying they're trying to be like Steam, but without creating a website, kind of like what Steam is doing. They're trying to become, from at least from my understanding, or at least how I would attack it is they're trying to become kind of like a plugin that you install like on your Google uh, web browser, and then once you have that installed, you can tip whoever's website you're at so by claiming a website i would imagine by claiming a website inside a sea coin or a youtube channel or a twitter twitter feed or whatever you use um you could actually um tip tip these people with with red coin um it makes sense uh, and and this week it actually it went up from a penny to, to two cents here 2.5 cents here because of the whole you know facebook saying that they're getting into cryptocurrency so everybody immediately thought oh red coin has the perfect opportunity to be purchased from facebook or to be be used from facebook but like we talked about that the last episode Anyways, what I'm saying is at two cents right now, if you buy it at two cents, I bought it at a penny, but if you buy it at two cents, there's, it's very likely this could easily get to a dollar here by the end of the year and they don't even need any more adoption. As long as they keep releasing updates and as long as they keep like doing the the whole social media game and as long as you see some type of progress, there's no reason why this red coin for two cents couldn't be a dollar here by the end of the year. There's, and now anything that's just a safe assumption but like let's say like it actually becomes what it says it's going to become then yeah then price goes to the roof this is why i see redcoin being the number one crypto under 10 cents right now just because of the amount that it's at currently priced at right now at two cents and the amount of uh, price uh, uh um upward price trajectory it just yeah yeah it's pretty obvious and yeah, it really doesn't have to do much to get that to a dollar. So, I mean, do the math. If you buy, you know, a fuck ton of red coin right now, you could be sitting on, you know, that amount here in a dollar. So, like, say you buy ten thousand red coins, you could be sitting at ten thousand dollars by the end of the year. I'm just saying, and that's a safe assumption just because of what what it is. Like, it's not trying to. It doesn't need to hit all its. The only way Redcoin loses is if like Facebook comes out with their own cryptocurrency at the end of the year and then it'll tank. But honestly, we'll see that coming long before that gets announced. So if you if you listen to our podcast, I'll definitely let you know that hey, Redcoin is probably in trouble. But honestly, if you're looking for a safe bet, Red it doesn't get any more safer than Redcoin right now. This in, in my opinion, under ten cents. Same thing with Sia Coin. I think this is another one that under ten cents for seven cents a coin. Sea coin is another another safe bet under ten cents, and then a little bit less with dent. But Sea coin, Red coin, those are the top two cryptos under ten cents for me right now. Thriller podcast approved. If you guys have any questions on this, please, please, please hit me up via Twitter or hit you guys. A lot of y'all have been hitting me up via Snapchat, Card Dash Gons. 
thanks for that because that's probably the easiest way to contact me is through Snapchat. Um, Twitter, um, I don't. Th- I think no, I get the notifications for it. I think like email. Some of you guys have contacted me through through email. It's just very hard for me to to get to my email just because like um, if I'm at work, it's kind of hard to check that. But if I get a Snapchat message. It shoots straight to my phone, and I see a Snapchat, and I can respond faster that way, or on Twitter too, as well, or on Patreon is probably the fastest way to get a hold of me through Patreon. Um, a lot of you guys already asked me questions via Patreon, the community board. So just go on there. Um, I know you guys have other coins that you guys want to mention. Feel free to post that inside the Patreon community board. Like, just post them there. Like, and then we can all join the discussion and talk about all these coins. So yeah, I think that's it for this episode through the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening this long of a show. (laughs) Yeah, I really didn't mean for it to be this long. It's just there's so much to cover today. Uh, Tomorrow should be a lot shorter. So thanks, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. If you guys are interested in more of Thriller Podcast, find us on Twitter at Thriller Podcast. You can also find us on our very active Instagram page at Thriller Podcast. I do post some snaps every once in a while on Snapchat at car-gons. If you want to find us on our website, go to thrillerpodcast.club. And finally, if you want to send us an email, go ahead at car at thrillerpodcast.club, and I'll make sure to read it on the show. Also, I did want to say thank you to the one person that has left a review on iTunes. Thank you so much for that comment. Um, if you guys would also like to see Thriller Podcast grow and potentially um, become the number one cryptocurrency podcast in the entire world, which I already think we are, but legitimately, um, leave a review on iTunes or Google Play Store. That definitely helps spread the word. So if you guys would like to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash thriller podcast and become a part of the thriller army a dollar a month subscription will get you free access to all our shows before they become live and also guys remember that whenever it comes to new shows special editions movie reviews everything like that it's only getting posted on patreon first some of these only just get posted on patreon so if you're not a patreon subscriber at a dollar a month you're probably missing out on some good content especially if you love Thriller Podcast. It's only a dollar a month and you can cancel at any time. If you guys would like to support the show in a different way, check out our show notes. There's a couple links there for you to click on. Any one of those will directly support Thriller Podcast. Thanks again. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. We'll see you next time on Thriller Podcast. We are out. This is the end of the show. You have been listening to Thriller Podcast with Cara Gonzalez. Thriller Podcast wants you to have a nice day. Remember to buy Bitcoin and save the world. One Satoshi at a time.